What's up, everybody? Welcome to Tuesday night. We got Jonathan Alexander on tonight. Chris will hopefully be joining us sooner rather than later. Um, having a little technical difficulties. Um, thanks for joining us tonight. We appreciate you taking the time and uh and uh coming on the show. I appreciate you guys having me on. Absolutely, absolutely. It's good meeting you. Uh down in Vegas. Obviously, it's a very important connection to have, especially with all the fake news media out there. So, again, we highly appreciate it. Uh, before we get started, uh, just a quick shout out to uh, MyPillow. We can go ahead and go to MyPillow.com slash alphabets. Uh, 20 bucks on uh, the MyPillow with the promo code. You can overstock sale, still going 80% off. All season slipper sale, 25 bucks. The promo code four pack special, 100 bucks. With the MyPillow 2.0 cooling technology, there's a lot of stuff on here. Giza sheets as low as $30 with the MyPillow. Uh, Alphavets promo code. Go ahead and check it out at MyPillow.com slash Alphavets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, before we get started, uh, just we're just going to do a little quick prayer, and uh, then we'll get going here. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, we praise you, and we give you all the glory for everything that you continue to do and expose throughout this nation and continue to guide us on this journey as, as we know that we really need the backing of the people. We know that you are pushing people towards you and pushing people towards the truth. So we thank you and we praise you. We ask you and thank you for the protection over each and every one of us here tonight. We thank you for our guest tonight and we pray for the protection over his family. And we thank you for the protection over the true president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, and that these evil demonic strongholds come down now in Jesus' name. And we thank you for it. We thank you for continuing to, to, to trust us and guide us again through this journey and just continue to give us the wisdom as we keep moving forward. So we thank you and we praise you and we give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. So... Uh, if you're just popping in the stream, everybody, uh, Chris is having a little bit of technical difficulties. Uh, he'll join as soon as he figures it out. And, um, yeah, but we got, uh, Jonathan Alexander with us and, you know, he's, he's down at the border all the time. Not only that, he's a private investigator, so they do a lot of investigating. And, um, again, thanks for taking the time. How, how are you doing tonight? Or you know, it's been such a busy week for all of us, you know, just between Vegas, being down on the borders reporting, just getting the message out to all of America. And, you know, I've got to tell you, Israel, what you guys do, my hat's off to you guys as well. I 100% support what you guys do. And I hope a lot of my viewer, viewing audience tonight will start watching some of your shows as well, because you guys are spot on. We highly appreciate that. And A, uh, we thank you for everything you're doing. Um, obviously, you know, we both have important tasks at hand here. And uh, especially with how bad the border is, because, again, you're not going to find anything uh, in the mainstream media about what's happening at the border. And uh, in, in regards to that, um, just how bad is it right now, uh, if you don't mind? Well, you know, I'm glad you asked that, Israel. So our borders are not what the Biden administration and the fake news want you to believe. 
it's a war zone down there on our borders. The amount of the, uh, invasion on our borders by 150 different countries. I sent you some footage earlier of Chinese coming through our border as well. I don't know if you had a chance to watch it. Yeah. But, you know, we've got men from 150 different countries coming in through our southern border. The amount of fentanyl trafficking coming in through our borders, the just, you know, the the human trafficking down there is unbelievable. 90% of these children coming through that wall down there with these with these women coming through the border, that's not their mothers. We've right. actually proven it over and over and over. You know, these are hired women by the cartel for human trafficking. They get these children across the border, you know, up to 18, 20 years of age even. What they get sent from the border right over to the Tucson sector processing center. From that point, you know, four or five hours later, they're taken right to the airport bus stations sent all over America to a city near you, all across the country. This happens each and every day. This is not here today. We're down on the front lines. We're reporting this. We're actually doing live streaming so our viewer audience can see current time and event of what we're recording right there for the world mm -hmm. to see it. Right. Um, right. We have gone about giving senators tours on the border now, taking them right into the heart of the cartel camps on U.S. soil so they can witness it for themselves. Uh, you know, I've got one senator, senator uh, that claims I'm giving them PTSD over it <laughs> just from what he witnessed. Really? I mean, we've got women and children coming through the border that just smell of semen. Really? And that might be a little strong language for your viewer audience, maybe, but that's reality. Mm -hmm. We've had children that come through that's had over a hundred different DNAs in them when they when they were examined. That's how wow. many times they were raped by the cartel on their journey. This is nonstop, and I can't express that enough to your viewer audience. Uh, if you guys right. go on LiveBorderNews.com, you can see a lot of the footage that we cover. We're also on Facebook under LiveBorderNews.com or Jonathan Townsend Alexander on Facebook. I, um, we're also doing the Rumble right now. And I'm actually using your, your site hosting app that you're using right now. So yeah. we, we can start even sharing some live footage with you. Right mm -hmm. as we're on the border, if you want to broadcast it to your viewer audience, you can share what I'm witnessing right then and there to your audience as well right yeah it's it's again you don't hear about any of this you, you don't you just don't um and with uh, not only are the borders wide open but i just seen something recently and i think we talked about a little bit while we were in vegas is they're actually selling parts of the border part of trump's wall and opening this up for people to just walk right in Exactly. Everybody's worried about these gates on the border being welded open. Well, how about all the missing wall on the border? So I've got right. the actual footage of it, and I think I sent you that as well. You might share it later with your audience. Yeah. But I've actually got the pictures of it where they've got Trump's wall in gigantic piles that they're auctioning off to the highest bidder. Wow. That's enough to make anybody furious. 
Right. And uh, let's see here. I got I got some clips up here. Now, you said that there are military age men coming through this thing constantly. Is that correct as well? Day and night. Day and night. And so here's just- so here's the here's the thing. Everybody was so worried about Title 42 being lifted, thinking, oh my God, we're gonna have such a mass invasion. Guys, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Title 42 being lifted, all that was was just announcing to the rest of the world to come to the US right through our borders. And, and, and there you go. Mm-hmm. But this invasion on our borders has been going on for almost three years like this, nonstop, 365 days a year. Mm. I mean, you can go to my footage that I've shared with you guys um, my on the liveboardnews.com channel. You're going to see we're day in, day out, women, children, illegals coming through the, through the border that we're reporting live each and every day, except the American right. people can actually see it. This has not yep. been going on since Title 42. This has been going on for quite some time now. Right. Yeah. It's, it's been wide open and, you know, you see, you see people talking about how all oh, they're just letting them in because they want to pack their, you know, their vote, because obviously our voting system is, is completely in shambles. But at the same time, right. uh, do you think that these military aged men are coming in uh, for something else as maybe are they planning you, and this is just hypothetical, your opinion, but do you think that they're possibly set gearing up for some type of riots or anything along those lines? Well, you know, I've been discussing this a lot on my news channels. So here's what I think they got planned. So right now we've got enough fentanyl coming through just the Sassabee border alone each and every day, which is the Tucson sector. We've mm-hmm. got enough fentanyl coming through daily to kill every last man, woman, and child here in America. So here's what I think they're plotting. Right now we've got enough fentanyl in our country. I believe it is the last every man, woman, and child here in America. For 100 years. That's how much is already in America that they know of. What are they plotting with this? Nobody's discussing this on the news that, or any other broadcast or even talking about this. Being a private investigator, I've, I've been researching a lot of stuff going on. If you got enough fentanyl to kill every last man, woman, and child here in America, and you got a stockpile to last over 100 years, that means there's no market in the fentanyl mm-hmm. because there's such an overabundance of it. So why are they bringing still so much into our country? Right. Well, my, my theory is I think they've got something plotted to do with it. I think they're going to hit our waterways. I think they're going to hit our food chain. By the time America realizes what the heck just hit us, we're going to have millions and millions of people dead here in America. People say, oh, that's pretty extreme. Well, Look at the reality. If you're, what better resource to kill off America is it with the amount of fentanyl they have right here in America? Right. What are they? What else are they going to do with all of this fentanyl? They already yeah, know. I, they already know there's too much for, for all of the, all of America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we need something big to happen in between uh, to shut all this down. I mean, even look at. I mean, just. Obviously, I know, like you said, they got uh, way more than you can possibly imagine. And, I mean, you look at the homeless cities, it's like zombie land. I mean, I, I, all them, but then you got to think about everything else. I mean, I've heard of uh, people on the border that are, you know, handling 
the fentanyl that are having problems by just dealing with it, by just running into it. And I mean, this stuff, the stuff will kill you. And obviously, you know, we need some type of intervention. Exactly. And it's, it's, it's outrageous. It's outrageous. And so, uh, well, we have to walk around. We, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. We actually carry the kits in the field with us at all times. That way, if we're exposed to fentanyl, we got the nasal spray, we put up our noses and stuff to try to counteract the, you know, from the fentanyl. We, ha we have to carry it. Law enforcement carries it. Border Patrol carries it. But here's the thing. Usually, if you're exposed to fentanyl like that out in the field, it's usually large quantities. By the time, even, even after taking the doses of this, we've seen people take six, eight, ten doses, and they still die. I mean, right. I mean, that's how potent this fentanyl is. Uh, one second. We got Chris. Hey, look who made it. You there? Yeah. Uh, hold on. Can you <laughs> see me? Yeah, I can see you. Okay. I'm here. Welcome. <laughs> oh my God. Good to see you, Chris. Hey, hey, hey. Listen. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I, so I could hear you on, I was watching on this computer because this one fires right back up. The laptop, listen, she's old faithful. <laughs> all right. All right. You know what I mean? She's she's not going to just snap when you say, you know, it's time to go to work. It's, you know, she's like, nope, I'm tired. I'm just going to take my time. So I, I I have to, I told you, I'm getting it repaired tomorrow. It needs a new hard drive. Mm -hmm. But uh, so I had everything up and running. Gave her time to warm up, you know, <laughs> and uh, boom, I tell you, storms, the storm's been crazy. Power, it just blinked long enough, like where it goes out for maybe like two, three seconds. Right. And boom, everything had to come back up. Mm. So I'm sorry. Yeah. I was listening, though. I was it's listening because this one turned right back on. So it just takes, she's, hey, she's getting the upgrade tomorrow. I just started because be I, I didn't know what was going to happen. So. Yeah, no. So I'm good because I've been in the conversation. I could hear it. So well, that's good. That's um, good. Well, so uh, yeah, I got sure. questions. I didn't mean to interrupt, but go for it. Ask some questions. So this is your man you, right here. So I was wondering. You said um, about the women. I watched your uh, one of your videos, and I'm looking at the kids, and I'm watching the women. And body language is everything. Okay, those kids don't act like those are. Like that's the real ma that, you know what I mean? You just don't that's see the body right. language. It's, it looks so robotic. And I'm, and I, in my mind, I'm like, I wonder if those kids are even theirs. And then to hear you say that, I'm like, see the body language says it all. Like that, that's not their, their mom or whoever's bringing them across. Like it's, that was, it's eerie to watch. And you know, our government's just standing by letting it happen. I mean, mm -hmm. it's sickening. You know, as a as a father, I'll give you I guys a imagine. little story real quick for your beauty. Thank you, Rhonda. Yeah. So I'll give you guys a story real quick for your viewer audience. What what took place on the border? So we gave Senator Phil Hart out of Idaho a tour down to the border. We had Padula from the Altar Church out of Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, with us on this on this trip. 
we had all these women and children come through the border that night when we we're down to reporting and i yell out like i always do who speaks english this one gal speaks out she's about 30 years old speaks out i speak english crystal clear come to find out it was like her sixth time through the border wall this year border patrol even knows by first name but here's the thing each time she comes through she tells border patrol this new batch of children are her children each time I told the pastor, I said, you know, I've got a bad feeling this gal is a human trafficker, letting them know, giving them a heads up. Well, he insisted upon giving his phone number to her anyways. Told her, why don't you reach out to me when you get to where you're heading here in the U.S.? Because he knew she'd be processed and sent out into our country. So we're down there doing all this right here. The body language, like you just said, by the way, it's dead at all. You could tell by the kids. These were not their her children, just the way they were responding to her. So here's the thing. Border Patrol picks her up like she's going to Disneyland with the kids, with all the transport buses and all that. They take her over to the Tucson Processing Center. She is processed. Not even 24 hours later, she ends up clean out in Baltimore, Maryland with these children. That quick. Mm. So, so here's the thing. The pastor gets a phone call. He thinks it's her calling him. Instead, there's a guy on the other line. The guy turns around. He asks to speak to her. The guy says, no, you can't happen to speak to her. I won't say the word, his exact words, but the, your audience knows what I'm saying. He goes, no, you cannot happen to speak to her. He goes, do you have our money for the children? And where are we going to meet up? The pastor being in shock, not knowing what to say or do, ended up letting him know, I'll be right back in touch with you. Calls me up, says, what do I do? You know, fortunately, I knew one of the good FBI guys up in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, that he actually went through. He contacted the Baltimore field office. They set up a sting, undercover sting buy, went in, bought, made the purchase, and actually took down the, the ring out there in Baltimore, Maryland, a large amount of people were, were actually arrested. A lot of children were recovered. But here's the thing. The woman that already trafficked the children had already went back, flown back over into Mexico that darn quick so they didn't catch the person doing the trafficking. Right. <laughs> but the point is, this happens each and every day. So now the pastor has actually been talking to everybody in the world about his experience and what happened. And he's going, my God. I never thought I'd get a call from the cartel wanting to know where, where are we going to meet at to buy these children at? <laughs> and, this, and it's not a funny, I'm sorry. No, yeah. It's just, you know, it gets to the point to where you're just like, when does America say enough is enough? You right. see this happening each and every day. You got people going, oh, boot the kids over the wall. You know, we don't need more illegals into the country. Well, the reality is, if this was our children being trafficked over into Mexico, what would we do? I know what I'd do. Oh, oh, I'd be getting up in somebody's you know what. You got it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But here's the thing. These kids are not asking to be trafficked. They're, be, yeah. they're, they're being sold off for human trafficking. Our federal government is funding it. How are they funding it? 
because they're the ones that take them to the processing center. I'm going to send you guys over 571 pages worth of the Border Patrol's reports where it shows they know it's, what's going on, that where they're making, even the Border Patrol is making deals with the cartel and other people. I've got the evidence. And this is Border Patrol's reports, not my reporting. Right. But here's the thing. When you've got this much corruption going on here in America, and our federal government is funding it, not only are they funding it, they're paying them a couple thousand dollars a month, you know, giving them free housing, free medical. They're actually giving them the right to vote on a lot of our state elections, not elections now, not federal elections, but state elections. We know federal elections will be what they'll be targeting next. Mm-hmm. When does America say no more? <laughs> right, right. But the thing is, it's smart because we all know under the Constitution who has the power, the federal government or the state government. The state governments, right? The state governments are the ones that should be holding this country in check and doing things. They have the power. Again, that's why when Trump, when COVID hit, He's like, the states should run do their own thing. That's what you're supposed to do. You should only come to the federal government as a last-ditch effort. Like, you should be able to run your own stuff. So if I can flood them in and get them to be able to vote in state elections, then really I'm gaining more power than I ever will. Once I get control of the state elections, sky's the limit after that, right? Because the states have all the power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. That's uh. So here's so, the thing, like Governor Hobbs of Arizona. Oh, go ahead. No, it's okay. I think there might be a little delay. There's a little delay. Okay. There is. Uh, all right. Now, what I was going to say is um, the Border Patrol. So when I was in the DOJ, we had a dude that got thrown in jail for bringing contraband drugs into the institution, a guy that worked there, okay? He got compromised. He brought in drugs to the institution and he spent two years in prison. And what I'm hearing, because I'm like, one of my questions is going to be, what does the border patrol think of like what's going on? Because when I was at Fletzy, like these dudes took their job serious. You know, like I met a lot of dudes that were CBP and I just, if this much corruption, like you said, if they're making deals with the cartel and they're just allowing all this to happen, like, where are the whistleblowers within the CBP? And I'm guessing they've probably come forward and nobody does anything about it. I mean, that's my guess. I don't know. Right. And and actually, the fact that you said that, here, let me bring this up. Uh, I'm going to show this uh, video that he gave me. Let's see here. Which one are we looking at? Here. This is the Border Patrol... And this isn't this the one where this border patrol agent is sitting here cutting wire, letting them through. Yep. Yep. Like, is that where is that at? Like, is that on the other side of the riverbank? What? This, or is that uh, a section where there's no wall? This is one out of Texas, yep, I believe. But yeah, go ahead. Yep, this is the Texas. 
So if you watch this, he walks back over. You'll see the boat going back across and all that to go pick up more illegals here in a second. Hmm. No way, man. That's insane. Right. And uh, for the, and so, yeah, you can see that, but I actually find it interesting that uh, here I'm going to pull up another comment by, let's see here. I think it's, I got it from Carrie Lake. And I like to share what she says. The federal government is making this. You think, how can the situation get any worse? How can we have proof that the federal government is in on it? Oh, got a leggy, leggy tonight. Uh -oh. Against us right here along our border wall in Arizona. Oh, man, come on. It's not me. I don't know what's going on tonight, man. I'm actually going to be live with her in Lake Havasu, Arizona, coming up. Oh, I like it. Is it? You still there, is? Arizona. Uh, we have gates that were designed. Is it Rumble? Man, it's got to be. This is just because we get monsoon flooding here that it turns the, the dry desert into a torrential river. Yeah, uh, not going to show it. It seems to me that Rumble may be having some problems tonight because it's never it's never this bad. Um, yeah, yeah, but I mean, you can see not only not only what we see with the border, some of the border patrol agents, but also. You seen with uh, was it HHS that is was working like a middleman, middleman for trafficking these kids, and the the I mean you got to think the whole government is in on it, which is just insane to think about. It's just it, it's absolutely insane. And like you said, when when are they gonna when are the people gonna say enough is enough? Because this stuff needs to be seen by the people, and obviously the mainstream media isn't gonna show it. But um, this is why this is so important for people to understand what's actually happening at the border, because you have nobody talking about the border. Nobody. I think you said you had one senator come down and uh, the rest wouldn't. Right. Couldn't even get Arizona to respond. I mean, we had one senator. I'm not mentioning names, but right. he turned around and told uh, me and Senator Hart he's coming to the border with this, but never showed up. Um, we had reached out mm -hmm. to him multiple times, let them know we're heading to air, to the border. And all he did was send us a message saying, text me when we called him. So we texted him, letting him know we were leaving to the border and never did get a response back from him. But that's the problem that we have. Our elected officials that we have out here, you know, we've got to hold these guys accountable. They are to work for us, not the other way around. That's right. And that's and that's where we're at. You know, we've been talking about human trafficking a lot on my on my channel of all the human trafficking going on. And I can tell you what, I just got done interviewing uh, 
Acacia Richardson and yep. and a Lauren Cup. You guys got to have them on your show as well. But it proves my point behind what I've been telling my audience for so long about the human trafficking and what's happening. You know, this Keisha was actually raped by our, by our government, you know, uh, just the crap she went through is unacceptable. So now we've got one of our lawyers involved working with her as well. Um, her and this other lady. Mm-hmm. Lost them. Partial interview that I did with them. And I'm going to have them for an hour as well on my show. But the amount of chaos these two had to go through is unbelievable. And you guys are, are just going to be blown away when you hear their story. Right. Um, and in regards to uh, the amount, the amount of people, how many people, uh, I think you said you had a number for just in the past year. Was it the past year? No, this is just the past week. Hold on a second. Uh, no. Uh, so, yeah, give me the weekly report. But I think as at Vegas, when we were talking, you said in the past year, it's something around 10 million. Yep. So we're expecting over 10 million by the end of this year. By the end of the year. That's, that will be officially in, on American soil. So here, here, let me give you my report here real quick for just the last week alone. And keep in mind, this report is for Tucson sector. We're not yep. talking the rest of Arizona, Texas. This is just Tucson. So right here for, uh, let's see. Tucson sector border update, August 27th of 2023, week in review. We had 10,000 apprehensions, 119 rescues, 11 narcotics events, 22 human smuggling events, one recovered stolen vehicle, and over 1,000 pounds of fentanyl that was seized. That's what was seized. That's not including what gets away. Right. That's a that's weekly ins- report. That's insane. That's insane. This is, this is 365 days a year. Every week, these numbers are rising and rising and rising. And that's just one sector. That's just one sector. You got to keep in mind, Sassabe, Arizona, where we do a lot of our live reporting from, there's about a six-mile stretch on the wall where they've got the wide openings in Trump's wall, which I, you should have some of the footage I sent to you. Yeah, I believe I So do. these illegals, what happens is they'll, they'll send through a group of 300, 400 you know, illegals right through one hole. Three miles up the road on the border through another hole, you got the cartel running their fentanyl and everything else right through the border wall. All clean up into Three Points, Arizona. Mm-hmm. We've got trail cams oh. set everywhere. We've witnessed a cartel going, you know, for the food and water drops on their journey. I've shared all that with you. I know we've, mm-hmm. we're limited tonight, so I'm trying to kind of skip through things. But the point is, the cartel uses these women and children also for a distraction. So when they right. can sit there push through three, 300 of them in one section, Border Patrol is all down here focused in that area. As the cartel is running their drugs up in this other area, 
where Border Patrol is not focused on. That's where my team is at. That's where we're, we're surveying it, getting the evidence behind it, so that the American people can see exactly what is really happening. Yeah, and uh, so this video, uh, let's check it out. All right, guys, we're live from Sassamy, Arizona. We had uh, 64 people crossed through the border here once again. Um, we got Border Patrol here. They're just now loading up the last of the vehicles. Thanks, as you can see, and Border Patrol has had their hands full down here today. We have now witnessed over 200 port to the border, just right here in the five sectors on the Sassabi border. The five sectors are the five openings in the border wall. So, and we're just going to go from there. Um, sorry, I had to get out of Border Patrol's way. And they're going. But as you can see, clearly they got their hands full. And we can thank the Biden administration for this. You look at the open border down here. Here's the wall where they crossed right here. These are the openings we kept sharing with you guys right here where they come through the border. Um, there's the big opening. This is all we have to stop in these guys from crossing the border right here where these big holes in the wall are this little tiny fence right here we can come back down the way as you can see there's the wall again that you guys can clear down the bottom lights right there guys that's yes. where the hole ended so again mm -hmm. we can take the Biden administration and you know border patrol has their hands full they got their hands tied yeah so just wild just wild you got to keep in mind those couple hundred that i'm talking about that was within three hours right <laughs> yeah it's kind of what i figured it's uh and <laughs> and, and so like down there at the border have have do people are it's right, so from the government do they reach out pretending like they care at all or is it just strictly nothing I mean, obviously, you see no, nothing happening, but um, in regards to trying to fix it, but do they even pretend to to try? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked that. So I've got a group of a, a small group of the board patrol guys down there, like these guys right here. I'm down there constantly filming right in their face because they know me. Mm -hmm. These are the good guys right here that you're seeing. These are the yeah. guys that want to put a stop to the crap happening on our borders and trying to do their job. But the problem is their hands really are tied. It's catch. They're ha they have to still take them to the processing center. They know these people coming through are trafficking these children and everything else in the book. And that's why so many of them right now are resigning left and right every day. Mm. And because mm. these guys are getting tired of it. They're tired, and a lot of them are saying the same thing. This is not the oath that we swore. We swore to protect and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. So why are we allowed a foreign invasion? Yep. Right. Million-dollar question. Right. Again, military-aged men coming in, women, children, trafficking, drugs, uh, trafficking kids, trafficking everything. It's just uh, – and, and there's – Apparently not a problem. 
apparently not a problem and it's okay. You know, who needs a wall, right? Who needs a wall? And not only that, now they're dismantling uh, whatever wall there was and selling it for parts. It's just insane. It's just insane. Well, according to your fake news, they want you to believe we don't even have an invasion. Right. Right. So, I mean, even you've you, you seen, I know during the whole Title 42 stuff going on, I mean, you've seen the massive amounts of people just coming in up. I, I can't even imagine what it's like. I mean, what you see on a daily basis. So I don't know how they can sit here and tell everybody that it it's all fine. I just... Just because the media is complicit in the crime, Israel. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> yep. <sighs> Just so here's it. the thing, guys. You know, we have got to get people focused on this as well. Maybe some of your viewer audience. Keep your eyes open for the big white buses coming into your cities. Mm-hmm. Most of these white buses are loaded with illegals being sent from the two. Tucson sector as well that are being transported all over the country. We were just doing a big speech over Lake Havasu here about two weeks ago. It was funnier than heck in some ways because I'm giving the speech on the border, showing the live footage of the big buses, you know, that these illegals are going all over the country. And here's the mayor sitting there saying, well, we don't have a problem here in our city. Funny part about this, no sooner I get done doing my presentation over there in Lake Havasu, I'm not even gone from there an hour, and I get a phone call from one of the people that was right there, a lady. She's going, oh, my God, these same buses you just showed us in the in the video, they're here with a bunch of illegals. <laughs> right, after, right after the mayor just said, we don't have this coming into our city. And they're unloading them right there in Lake Havasu. Right, because they so, know the media will sit there and cover for them. Was that, exactly. Wait, wait. Those were the ones from El Paso? or Because didn't they do that in El Paso too? Like before they went down the visit, they cleaned them all off the street. and Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, remember that? They got them all off the street so the media could come down there and say, look, everybody, we don't have a problem. And then the very next day, they were all right yep. back on the street again. Hmm. Oh, exactly. Like right now, we just got there on, on a way back from the border here a few weeks about a few weeks ago. Sorry, I'm a little raspy, guys. It's okay. Coming back from the border a couple of weeks ago, we were going through Tucson. Mm-hmm. It was it was late. Here I'm driving along the airport drive right there, and there's the Comfort Inn and Suites has a big blue tarp over their over their motel sign. I'm I'm seeing all these white buses right there in the parking lot where people were getting off of the buses walking into the motel. I instantly knew what the heck was going on when I seen it. So I set up surveillance at, I think it was the Baymont Inn right beside the Comfort Inn on the airport drive. I said, I got a room pointing right at the, at the Comfort Inn so I could do surveillance for the night. I'm sitting there watching bus load after bus load coming through throughout the whole night, unloading illegals. The very next morning, I went next door playing like I'm a customer coming into the motel to rent a room. And I turned around. I said, I'd like to rent a room. The the gal turns around and says, well, we're no longer renting rooms. I said, really? Well, you got a lobby full of people here, which it was plumb full. Mm -hmm. And she goes, yeah, but we're no longer renting rooms to to, to Americans. 
period. So any of your audience that lives down in Tucson, go down the airport drive right there where the where the Comfort Inn is in, in the chain of motels. Go down there. You'll see the big blue tarp over their, over their motel sign. Walk on in. Act like you're a customer wanting to rent a room and see it for yourself. Seeing is believing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we and shared that. We shared that with all my all my audience as well. Yeah, and then you see them. You see them being bussed up into the northern states. Next thing you know, they're they're pouring into the city, and then they're asking the people to house them. And then you find out later that they're giving them basically an allowance to just live there. For no, it's just well, well. Again, we got homeless, we got d- drug problems in these in these in these cities, and nobody gives a damn about it. Um, obviously, you can tell everything's intentional. You can tell that you know America is 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 for sale under the Biden regime. You got it. How- you know what they're doing? Also, is they're sitting there throwing our veterans out of the housing. It's happening in Phoenix and Tucson. I know it's happening in Portland, Oregon as well. I heard New York has been doing the same thing all over New York. They're taking our veterans out of the housing, putting them out on the street, and filling this and filling the establishments up with nothing but illegals. Mm-hmm. Because these guys are getting paid four to five hundred dollars a night per illegal to stay in these in these housings in the motels. So instead. You know, let's just throw our veterans who fought for our country out on the street and let Joe Blow illegal come on in and take take his residency. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the rest of you guys. I've got a problem with this, America. Right. Absolutely. Well, so how many? How many? What What do you say a percentage is of um, military age males are coming across the southern border? I would say a good 70% are men of fighting age coming through the border. 70%? 70%. See, oh, there lies the gosh. rub. And and again, yeah. you're saying we got China. We got how many countries are coming across the border? 150. Over 150 countries coming through our southern borders. We've got live feet of China coming through the border. <laughs> that, and see, yeah, again, we, yeah. people don't see it. I don't know. I don't understand what more they're got to see until, well, again, precipice. They're going to, it's going to have to collapse in order for them to snap out of the slumber that they're in. But um, I never thought I would see it so blatant. You know what I mean? We've known um, there's an issue on our border for decades. That's been a well-known problem. And all the politicians ever do is say, I'm going to go in there and do something about it. And then they never do except Donald J. Trump. So it's been an issue on the border because this was always their plan. Again, the the plan to take down our country didn't just start in 2016. It started decades ago. So this has been a known issue, but now, but they did a really good job of hiding it from you. Mm -hmm. Now they're so blatant because again, I believe and is, you know, that they are being forced to speed up their process because a certain yeah. somebody, a bull in the China shop, set them back four years. And um, now you're seeing it. And this is what we told you would happen. You're, they're being invaded. Again, all of these are going to turn into what? Cells. 
All the big cities are going to have these cells of military age fighting males just waiting for their go orders. Yep. Yep. Again, we're being invaded. You got it. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Yeah. They've got us set up right now at all corners of our country. You know, for a good example, Keisha Richardson, who I just interviewed, you know, she was from Canada coming through the Canadian border. You know, mm-hmm. we've got them from all, all, all corners of, of our country coming through. And that's yeah. something people don't understand. I mean, this isn't just Arizona, Texas, New Mexico. Now it's coming out of Canada and elsewhere as well, where they're just coming on in as well. Right. I mean, uh, like you said, you've seen, you're seeing people of all, from all different countries, including the Chinese on the southern border. But, I mean, I still remember hearing uh, a little while back about Chinese coming in through the northern border. And again, mm-hmm. and it's right. just, again, just like you said, from every single direction. And, of course, nobody's going to look to the northern border because no one ever does look to the northern border. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's. <laughs> I, I mean, that's I, and, why nobody looks to the northern border. It's right, sorry. right. So you got the stereotypical. It's because you're Canadians. Everybody makes fun of Canada. I get it, um, but at the same time, Canada's got some major problems going on. They need to keep up their shield, uh, just like it was prophesied by Kim. But it's it's. it's um, I'm not terribly far from the northern border. You know, I mean, it's I'm seven, six, seven hours from the border. But still, it's uh, they don't expect them north. So who who knows who knows the amounts that are actually coming in that that we don't even know about because all the attention's focused on the southern, even though they right. don't even do anything with that. Ah, man, we need some. Well, you know, it's, it's kind of like yeah. on my update that I gave you in the amount that that the prediction end of the year of ten million. Here's the thing. That's what they that's what they have on record, guys. Right. How many have come through the border that they're not mentioning a record? How many have got come through that they're not even aware of? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and um, no, so I get it. I get it. Uh, major problems uh, all around the country. Um, so we either, you know, we we definitely need some some intervention because I know like someone said in the chat, God sees all of this and uh, you know, we need to keep praying again because that's, that's a very powerful thing, especially when our leaders our supposed leaders, the powers that be are doing nothing about it. Um, but we know, we know Trump, we, we understand that Trump knows what's going on at the border. I mean, he's, he sounds the alarm all the time, all the time. So people are aware. In fact, he just, he just posted a, a truth saying me as president and thereafter i was meant to expose the corruption and you see it and you see that's what he continues to do and people need to be aware but believe it or not we're in a war we're in a war trump didn't call himself a wartime president for nothing there's a war on all fronts you know ai technology you know the border uh we got uh supply chain we got everything starting on fire and it's not because of climate change I mean, think about last year with all the all the chicken farms what was like over the hundred of them just burst into flames. It's like, OK, so this stuff just happens. 
everything's in complete shambles and I get it. And I do believe that we are being backed into a corner because in darkness, faith grows and despair, faith grows. And I, I do believe God wants us to rely on him, even though I understand we need to continue to fight ourselves. It's I'm not saying sit there and wait for God to do something because uh, he wants us to fight. He wants us to stand up for our freedom because that constitution was a God given, uh, God inspired document. And so if, if, if he inspired this document, he, he wants you to stand up for it and Amen. do something about it. And then, and then maybe, uh, and then I do believe God is going to do something about it as well. But man, do we have to come together as one? Because hey, if we're all backed into a corner, just like the Israelites in the, in the Red Sea, what do you do? You have to unify and come together. And then that's when God acted. So, um, Hey man, it's, it's a wild time, but we continue to pray for, especially all of you at the border that are seeing this stuff each and every day. And uh, in the near future here, uh, I would like to take you up on that offer and come down there with you. Oh, yeah. yeah we'd love to have you guys on our team for sure. Yeah. So, be... you know, I always tell everybody, God gives us hardest battles to his strongest soldiers. And I truly right. believe we're God's warriors. It's up to us mm -hmm. to get the message out there to America. It you know it doesn't always have to be you know shooting people down. We can right. be the army of of the news for that America doesn't 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 ever get a see the truth. Yeah, well, you know, let people see the truth of what's happening because everybody mm -hmm. else wants it silenced. Yep. Yeah. Um. I mean, your voice, I, like. Your voice is your biggest weapon right now. So I tell we're we're in a time like you're being they're telling you what they're getting ready to do to you. All right. They're they're denying it again. They're gonna deny, deny, deny while they lie, lie, lie. Okay. So they're telling you what's coming. They're gonna test you once again. See, the first round was all the you know, you know what I'm talking about. The hovid, they're gonna it's gonna they're gonna do it because they don't have any other choice. They're running low on ammunition of things that they can do to try and scare you. So Sooner or later, you have to stand up for yourself. You have to understand, I'm prepared fully because I know God has got me that when they try and do this again, I'm not doing anything. I'm doing absolutely, I'm not putting nothing over my face. I didn't the first time, but now I'm really, I'm like, I'm done. I'm not playing nobody's game no more. You got to stand up. You got to have hard conversations with your friends when they talk about when they can't see what's going on. You need to be nice about it, but they need to know. They're being lied to. Your voice is your greatest weapon right now. There's no need for violence. I've said it a million times, violence is for people who can't use this. We don't need, when it's time for violence, you'll know it. Trust me, because you'll be defending yourself. Right. But until then, you stand up, peacefully protest, you speak the truth to power, and you don't be afraid to do so. That's, you got to have some courage. This is, we're being tested again. Is you brought up the supply chain. People forget the third largest trucking company in the country bankrupt right the third largest oil refinery just blew up like all of these yeah. things this train derailments everything this has been coming you're gonna you're being tested we've told you on the show you're gonna get tested this is where you have to stand up for what's right and have faith yep. like true absolute faith that our yeah. creator is in control yeah the enemy folded. has <laughs> yeah we're not you know what i'm saying this is where you got to have faith and you yeah. got to stand up for what you believe in. Absolutely. I'm glad you 
said all this, because you know what? Here's the thing as well, guys. Back when we had the baby, remember that? So they had mass baby food shortage, formula, everything. Down on the border, they were dropping off semi-loads, pallet after pallet after pallet load of baby formula and food for the illegals coming through the wall. Well, I wonder why we're having a baby food shortage. <laughs> yeah. So right. you know, we're we're feeding the rest of the world, but we're not taking care of our own people at the same time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And this is, you know, again, this is why, you know, even in that Kim Prowse where he's like, where's the sound of unity for my people? And nothing brings people together uh, more than obviously people or the exposure coming from the trafficking because children unites everything. Uh, because obviously there's been brainwashing through the mainstream media and even the people, again, it's not right versus left. This is about good versus evil. And once everybody, and I mean, I'm talking both parties, I understand not everybody's going to understand and believe what's happening, but when both, both sides of the aisle start to understand how bad it is, unfortunately, unfortunately it takes it takes the brink of destruction for some people to wake up and it, it that's kind of where it's going because we've been we fell asleep for so long everybody got comfortable everybody started uh the division started and everything like that so now now we need some event i'm not saying like mass casualties or anything like that because i rebuke that in jesus name but you can see what they're what needs to be done something needs to happen to bring everybody together something needs to be exposed on a massive scale and i do believe it's coming yeah and i 100 agree you know i've been calling out the republicans and the democrats right now right i keep telling everybody the same thing i don't care if you're a republican or a democrat you're both just as guilty as the other no one is addressing yeah. the issues at hand to put a stop to what's happening here in our country, to put a stop to the invasion on our borders, to, to all the corruption that we're witnessing. This is both sides of the aisle doing this to us. Mm -hmm. It's yep. up to we, the people, to say no more. We're done with both sides of the aisle. You're you fired. The job done. Yeah. <laughs> they work for us. Me, I'm sorry. Exactly. I said they they work for us. They're, they should all get fired. They should all be removed. Yep. Yeah. Start I mean, over. If I was president. I'd go in and say you're all fired. <laughs> yeah. I think that's exactly what's gonna happen. Yeah. Everybody's getting the boot. It's gonna happen. It's just unfortunately, as stubborn as a nation as we become, this is what needs to be this is what needs to happen, I guess. Um unfortunately. But uh, yeah, what else we got, Chris? Now it's just so you know. You talked about the, again the military age males, and you know I will tell you, you know, there's different types of trafficking. Like some of these older men, most of them, if they cross so many times, they will wind up in prison. They'll wind up in a federal prison. I've told you guys this. Then your average inmate costs the American tax-paying citizen forty thousand dollars a year per inmate. So, but I told you. These federal prisons have fact. Some of them have factories in them where they make furniture, recite. They do all kinds of stuff, manufacturing. 
and you have these inmates that work in the in the privilege like 30 some cents an hour and then part of this this deal that these contractors have with the government to have these factories at their prison is that the federal government then has to purchase the products from the contractor you see the grift so you'll have these guys and i you know um, I was very, I was always, um, I never really had any issues with any of the inmates because I, I respected them because you have guys that go in there and they're power hungry and they want to trip and treat everybody like crap. I never did that. You know, I respected them. They respected me and never, and they keep it moving. Most of them, they're there to do their time. You know, you have some that are, eh, but you talk to these guys that um, they don't speak, some of them don't speak English. Um, and you ask them and they'll tell you they have life better here in a prison in the, in the United States than they do in their home country. Right. And they'll get out of prison and you'll say, Hey man, congrats. You know, you're getting out. And he's like, I'll be back. I have one guy literally look me in the face. He's like, I'll be back. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to come right back over. And, uh, and I'll get thrown in here and I'll, I'll just chill in here. Cause I, he said, I have it better here. And it just makes you realize, you know, we send, you know how much money your government sends to these countries to make life better for them that their government's supposed to use to help their people? And you ask yourself, why are they still flooding here? And if they are, why are we still sending money to those corrupt governments? See, the difference between me and them, and I'm not being mean, I know what they're, some of them are fleeing from, is I'm willing to stand up to my government and if it got that bad. I'm not running anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. Again, if America's so bad, why don't I see boatloads of people leaving? Yeah, right. Just saying. So it's all a grift. Yep. It's all a grift, man. They 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 know what they're doing, and they've been doing it for years. And you're just now seeing it because they're blatant with it. Mm. That's right. Crazy. That's right. Um. Yeah. So we're uh we're Quite well made. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so yeah, we're uh, just coming over an hour here again, Jonathan. We thank you for coming on and and uh, giving us uh, what's really going on at the border because you know it was actually interesting. Right before we met you in Vegas, we had Boone Cutler on. He's like, You guys need to find people that are there that understand what's happening, and we run into you and um, uh, made that connection. So it's it's good to have you know not try and decipher a mainstream media uh, report and try and break it apart to see what's actually true. And it's nice to have it firsthand uh, from yourself. And it's, so we just thank you for that. We thank you for that. Yeah. And like I said, we could do even a live broadcast one night when you're doing your show and we can broadcast it live from the border. That way your viewers can see exactly current time and date of what's happening right then and there. And you know, it's funny because I get these people when I'm doing live broadcasts, they see the cartel camps, they see the illegals flooding in and you still get some idiot out there comes on there and goes, well, show us the proof. It's like, well, what part are you not seeing that the rest of America is watching right here and now? <laughs> That's mm -hmm. why we live, we live stream everything. We don't cut and edit our videos. We want the people to see what we're witnessing right then and there. There's no disputing it then. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. You guys, it was, um, an honor. it was an honor to meet you guys at the Las Vegas event as well. But again, I appreciate all that you guys do. 
Absolutely. 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 Thank Likewise. Thank you for it. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to wrap this puppy up. Chris, you got anything else you want to say? No, I'll just say, everybody, enjoy your Wednesday tomorrow. Uh, we'll see you again on Thursday night, and God mm -hmm. bless you, and I love you. Yep. And uh, Jonathan, you got any, any last words for the audience? Pray for my team. Pray for America. And let's, let's just stand together and stand strong. That's right. All need to say no more corruption and all be on the same page and say we're done with it. That's right. Amen. Yeah, thank you, Jonathan, again for everything. I appreciate thank you, what you do. Thanks, everybody. That, God bless uh, you guys and your audience out there. That's right. Much appreciate uh, being on here. Yep, thanks, guys. And, uh, yeah, uh, if people are trying to figure out what's going on at the border, just share this episode with them. That should give them everything they need to know. And, uh, obviously, things are on a much more – bigger scale than just one sector but you get a temperature gauge of just what one sector looks like can't imagine what it looks like all around the country so again thank you jonathan thank you everybody for coming out and i hope everybody has a wonderful rest of the night and we will talk to you guys on the next one and we'll see you on the first one